late night grin. Also, what um, what does that name mean? Big men are back. The big men are back. The late night grin rides again. Episode eighty six. <laughs> Is that the Aussie Open? NFTR, yeah. Bro, they should have told him to like crouch a little bit for that. Hmm. You know, that's very uh, Hogan Andre esque. That, that famous <laughs> cover. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. We don't need to be comparing Dax to Hogan too. Enough people are doing that these days. We don't need to be doing it. Anyway, we're rocking and rolling. We're in our uh, this is a, this is a unique show tonight, right? This is this is depth charts. This is fleet talk. This is the big three: LeBron, gonna, Wade, and Bosch. We're not just talking about CM Punk all time, bro. I don't want to even say the dude's name. <laughs> I did a goddamn WrestleFurious podcast, bro. I ain't got shit left about CM Punk. I guess I'll just remove him off the list then. <laughs> He's not on the list anyway. It's only active guys, but nonetheless, the, the punk delegation, as JJ has just referred to us as, that's disgusting. I don't want to be part of that. Um, we're gonna have a good time, nonetheless. Matty Bullets, how are you, mate? Um, I'm reeling a little bit. Yeah. Um, can I tell a story? I love a story. That's why I love wrestling so much. So every day. Adrian works from 4 o'clock to 12.30, 4 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And she goes to bed at like 9 or 10 p.m. She sleeps till 2 a.m. And then she comes home and she, she naps for, you know, anywhere from two to four hours. Yeah. And today she had a dentist appointment, so she couldn't, she couldn't do the nap thing. That's tough. Yeah. So she got back at like five and she's like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, take a nap for a little bit i have one job for you she she bought this uh we got like this local italian market slash restaurant that's fucking awesome and they they have the lasagnas and they they freeze them and so my job was when i got off work at 6 p.m i take the lasagna and i put it in the oven that's already preheated and I set the timer for an hour and 45 minutes. Easy. No problem. So I put I put the lasagna in. And I go to set. We, we use the timer on the microwave. Because it's right above it. And I come to realize that that's too long. For the microwave timer. Mm. Like, Fuck. All right. I'm going to figure out how to use this oven timer. Which we never use. So I'm, I'm messing with the oven timer. And I keep messing the timer. I'm like, Fuck. Clear. Clear, clear, and I finally get it right. And I'm like, good, you know. I ran, I went to the store, got myself some soda as I do on late night grin days. Um, I came home, you know, relaxed, 
she was happy i bought her some i bought her like a drink at the store that she didn't ask for you know nice easy points yeah so we get to about 7 30 you know about 15 minutes before the food's supposed to be ready and she's like if you like i don't smell the food at all it's like fuck you're right so she goes over and checks it and when i was hitting clear i was i turned the oven off <laughs> so it just sat there <laughs> in the oven not how cooking. did you think how did you think you'd go right that's fascinating well because i got the timer set so i was just like cool the timer set and the timer was working like right. the timer you know i got home and i was like yep i made sure that the timer went down because i'd actually in my mind i was like all right i know when i put this in so if i get home and the timer's fucked up then i know all right yeah. this is what time it has to be done and so the timer was working great but i had turned the oven off the timer was working in great. the process of setting the <laughs> so, yeah. the time was working great. so now my question to you is did you end up putting it fixing it no we got jimmy johns <laughs> i will say you don't want to you don't want to eat lasagna before you go to bed after the show i was gonna say like, yeah heavy bloated if i, bloody, if like, I fixed the time it'd still be cooking right now so you i will say getting the drink was was in hindsight a big dub because it yeah, could have been man. way worse um well, you That's know, he, he would have got a drink with his Jimmy John's. So he had two drinks. She was, a. Uh, she was, a. Uh, yeah, I got dumped on pretty hard. I mean, right. He said, oh, 100%, 100 fair. Yeah. It's I'm like, not. you can't, can't say anything in response. Just like, take that one. yeah. Like, like Arturo Gatti. You got to just tell us you're taking the chain away. They get you sometimes. It's like, they get, they they know that one just like uh, just a knife right to the side. Is that one going to get brought up a lot? Probably, yeah. Yeah, it should be. I might bring it up sometimes. I mean, it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a good question. Is lasagna the official food of the Grin? Yes, actually, because it's funny right. because I'm having this. We have I, obviously. I guess I'm having this lasagna tomorrow now, but then on Tuesday for my birthday, which feel free to send me gifts and or money. Um, she's making like her homemade lasagna, so it's like a double lasagna weekend for me. But yeah, she hit me. With, she hit me with the "This is why I have to do everything." Like, God damn, bro! Fuck, but also. But then on the other hand, if you did it well, maybe you'd have to do more things. Exactly. It's that. It's that. It's tough, man. Does that lasagna ship nationwide? <laughs> Good question. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm kind of intrigued. Intrigued. To eat the All right. On that it's... note, Manny, how are you? <laughs> Good. I'm eating this craft cheese with prosciutto. Yeah. I'm trying to expand my palate. It looked like you were smoking. Legitimately. It did, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a force of habit or old habit. Wow. Wow, did you see what he just did there? The way he did, the way he said that, like he was yeah. ex mafia or something. You know, look at him, look at Manny, <laughs> look at this fucking. All right, um, so it seems like we're doing okay. That's my conclusion from all of that. I think that's. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't go back to work till Wednesday, man. I'm doing good. Wednesday? With, oh wow! Did yeah. you save up your PTO like Charlotte Flair? Bro, no TV days until Wednesday. Yeah. I've got more PTO than I know what to do with. 
for now. Bow down. Manny, they ship steaks. Wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't think they sell. I don't think you can order the lasagna though. <laughs> Bro, that was a cra- that Manny response was crazy. I know, right? It? He had one earlier on WrestleFurious. We were rushing, right? So Monty was not throwing every topic to everyone on the show. Like he was just picking, you know. And we did the Blackpool Combat Club angle, and he he threw it to me and Charlie, Charlie and I, and and. He then moved on, and Manny gave him this stare, bro, like as if to say, "You piece of shit! You didn't let me cook about this." What one thing I wanted to talk about, I called him out on it immediately. What a well, I mean, we all bought it. It was fine. It's, the, sure. it's the Hooper, bro. We're like eight right. minutes in, you know. Got me, Manny. Yeah. Well, how are you supposed to say it? It's fine. Don't worry about it. You said it great. I love it. We said it. Say it again. For sure, though. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Anyway, folks, we have some business to handle tonight. We have yellow legal pads. I do anyway. I have one up there. I'm not going to bother. Yeah. It's there in spirit. Manny's got his notepad. We're going to do depth charts today. Everyone loves when we do depth charts. It's definitely not a thing that no one likes. We like it very much. So do you. This is a well-known fact. But first, it does feel logical and even adult to talk about some professional wrestling. Matt, have you ever seen Nick Bockwinkle? I've heard of him. There's not a lot of footage out there, Joey. He's a good. He's a, he's a pretty good wrestler, bro. He's um. He's the most underappreciated top guy of all time. Um. I'm not even sure it's close. Who would he's, that list be? Let's do. Let's do. It's Nick Bockwinkle. Let's combine cliches here for a minute, okay? Okay. Mount Rushmore of underappreciated top guys. Um. <laughs> Nick Bockwinkle. <laughs> what about um? I don't know if he's a top. I feel, I think him is a top guy, but I think Barry Windham. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't think. I wouldn't 80s, think of him as a top guy, which maybe proves your point, though. Yeah, in the eighties, Windham was a player. You know. Yeah. Lawler's hmm. not a bad one, honestly. As much as you know. Yeah. You don't. We don't really like praising him, but it's true. Um, I think that's I think that's why though to be honest. I think people that know know it's just you know. that's true, yeah. I just Bachwinkle to me stands out and like see to me he belongs in like the class with Flair and those they're guys. very similar. Yeah, they're like I, I mean different approaches to the same role, you know. But yep. I will say while I like Bachwinkle a lot, Flair could do a version of Bach. That was very good. You know when he would be more straight laced and serious. Yeah, I'm not sure Bockwinkle could ever quite. Oh do. no, <laughs> but they're similar. Yeah, we. I've said this to you yesterday, and I'll just go ahead and bring it up on here. And this is not even going to be me doing like the I hate him bit that I do. That's half a bit. You hate not him. really. Um, if if the current AW World's Heavyweight Champion <laughs> modeled himself after Nick Bockwinkle. There's a chance that he could be the greatest professional wrestler of his generation. Yeah. Um, He's watching flare tapes though, brother. Yep. If he just if he turned himself into this I sound like I, I a Nick Bockwinkle tribute act, but I don't mean that as like a an insult or a slight. Just like yeah. take take that energy and that presentation. He would fucking kill it, man. 
Bockwinkle is a fascinating goat candidate because he a lot of the stuff we have footage of is when he's over 40. And he's still he, good, yeah. Famous series with Kurt Henning, which I rewatched this week, is he's I believe 51 years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have a 60 minute match and he doesn't look like he's blown up. Nope. Kurt Hennig is a really interesting wrestler, man. Like you know, Matt, I have really conflicted. Like, I, I have a strange relationship with Kurt Hennig. It's like, he's clearly great, but I don't know how many great overall performances he produces. And as he got, the deeper he got into the Mr. Perfect time of his career, he became very, like, he became <clears throat> a little bit ridiculous. So he's very superficial with the way he would sell. And it almost became more like he was wrestling himself than he was trying to have a great match, you know? I thought he was a better wrestler in the AWA than in WWE. Oh, I think he would agree. Yeah, I think he would agree. If you that. combined like his AW or a, a AWA in ring with his WWE character work, yeah. Let me throw the, the ball to you guys. Like, who do you think was the more the more important pillar to the Minnesota wrestling scene between the two? Um, Bach, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Hennig had, because when Hennig wrestled Bockwinkle, he was very much fresh face and young. But unfortunately, as great as that program was, the promotion was dying. Regardless of what they could, they could have had an eight star match, and the promotion was going to die. Um, he was a centerpiece when the promotion was hot. I think an interesting what if is if Hennig went to the WWF in eighty eight, right? That's right. eighty eight or eighty nine. Yeah, it would be interesting if he would when on and Tully left if he replaced. One of them is a horseman. Oh, yeah. If Flair could have cooked with him then, they could have done some business. To be honest, though, now that I think about it, you'd probably be, if you got Henny, you'd be better off having him work baby against Flair because they would have tore it up. I mean, they had great matches in 93. Good matches yeah. in 93, anyway. In 1988, they would have had outrageous matches. Like, if you take the, the Henny for Whip Bockwinkle and put him in there with Flair, my God, they'd have tore it up, man. Um, the other thing with Henning, too, we talked about this, Oracle and I had a conversation about this recently on Historical Oracle, because there was a bunch of theme, there's a theme throughout the show in the notes, I know it was like, so this is 96, so Jake's trying to make his comeback, you know, Yoko is on his last run where they're trying to figure out how to do a Yoko and he can't, Warriors just left, there's all these guys who are trying to recapture yesteryear, and I was saying to Oracle, I said, you know, wrestling fans are I mean, it's in a positive way, folks, though I understand the phrase could be taken many ways. But in this particular case, I mean, wrestling fans are very happy to forget when the guy wasn't what they used to be, right? You know? Like, you you think of a guy like Yokozuna, who's, I think, an iconic wrestling character, and he's certainly, like, someone, everyone kind of is familiar with Yoko's place in history, but I'm not saying he's one of the great workers, but he's a legend, right? Yokozuna came in in 1992 and was probably useful, truly useful for about two years. And then bless him for the rest of his life, he couldn't redo much, right? And it's like, he's still, like 30 years later, people remember Yoko. Kurt Hennig, to go back, was Mr. Perfect, I think, for a couple of years before he's back, gave out against, you know, before the Brett match, right? Because the Brett match he's yeah. back was fucked. He came back in 93 and he was pretty good. And with all due respect to him, he didn't do anything good after that. I mean, he was terrible in WCW. Bless him. He was trying his best, but he just couldn't do it anymore. And it's like, there's not that much, you know. But he's an iconic wrestling character. Rick Rude, I love Rick Rude. He has a couple of years where he's really great. It's just, it's interesting to me. Wrestling fans are willing to remember someone at their best. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. 
it's with exceptions. That's kind of true with sports too. Yeah, I, yeah, I think there can right, be yeah. there can be exceptions, you know, where people for whatever reason, but for the most part, you know, people are willing to remember the. Do you think in sports that it takes a more sustained run to even get to the point where people remember you at all? Depends on. No. You know, Just, you do for example, go ahead. For an example, Derrick Rose, like his three-year yeah. run, yeah. is going to be rumored forever. Jeremy Lin. Yeah. yeah, slightly different, but yeah. Yeah, but he's still like people will always remember him. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you're right. I, it's just interesting to me. Like, I people I also like. I wonder talk, if it will be comparable. You know, come. My bad. It's like the cycle they talk about, where it's like they they like to build you up and then they like to tear you down. For sure. But then once you're gone for a little bit, yeah. Now everyone's back on board and they'll they're willing to remember. It's like, you know, it's we you have players who leave your teams. And you, you kind of hate them. And then you, you and then it, as time goes on, you're just like, you start to, you forget the stupid, like Vince Carter is a perfect, I hated Vince Carter for a while. Mm-hmm. And now I'm cool. back to like all time, one of my all time favorite players. Like, so uh, a perfect example of that recently that just happened is DeMarcus Cousins, monster in the league. Mm-hmm. And now people would just suspect his legacy now that, oh, you know, he wasn't really that good. Because this was a talking point this week on NBA Twitter, DeMarcus Cousins was ever good. And from that stretch, from like 2000, I think 11 to 18, when was it when he played with the Pelicans? 18, yeah. right? Yeah. He was a monster in this league, you know? He was just on a bad team. Well. Absolutely. Um, it's a shame the AD thing was cut short. But nonetheless, God, we'll just I got two wrestlers for anyway. you. Yes, man. Pedro Morales, yeah. a Mexican icon, or uh, Bob Bob Backlund. Well, Bob Backlund's very interesting because I um I am not like super familiar. Alex has told me there's a lot of quirky things he did, especially in Japan. There's some matches I need to see, and I've never seen them. He was a very interesting top guy because he was sort of. He was not really the traditional New York mold in a lot of ways. They were trying wow. something different with Bob, and he had mixed results, right? And, I mean, I think his 90s run had also – speaking of mixed results, I mean, in a lot of ways he was he did a really good job of adjusting his personality and being kind of quirky, but some of those matches, man, Jesus wept. I mean, the Brett Mania match is, like, an insane – Brett having that match in his resume is fucking nuts, you know? Um so yeah, I, I don't. I'm not too. What, how familiar are you with Backman, Matt? Um, I'm not super familiar with either of them. I'm more familiar with Backland. Yeah. Um, genuinely, I'm not sure I've ever seen a Pedro Morales match. I'm not even. Um, back when I've seen, obviously, I saw the stuff in the '90s. Um, I was watching it then. Um, I don't. I genuinely don't remember what I thought of it at the time. I've seen a little bit of, I've seen one or two matches from like the early '80s WWF. But mm-hmm. I'm not super familiar with either. I'm honestly, I don't. Backlund does not strike me as the type of wrestler I would enjoy very much. No. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and Pedro Morales, I'm just not that familiar with. But apparently, he was Puerto Rican, not Mexican. Yeah, owned. Um, um, do you think? Do you think it's interesting how like? 
and this has been talked about a lot, you know, people will do those tweets about like the Miz, his time between WWE title reigns was longer than insert stat, you know, and it's like it's fascinating how longevity has changed through years in that regard. You it's know? totally different now. Like Again, using him because this is where I veered off. My apologies, folks. But like using Hennig as an example. Sorry, I kicked the shit out of Kurt Hennig's legacy. I'm I'm a fan. Like he just he's interesting. You know, like, some people will tell you they think Kurt is the best wrestler ever. Yeah, and like that's crazy to me, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. It's wrestling. It's scraps. Fuck it. But I'm using an example because like his run as a mainstream wrestling star. If you recreated that today, could you imagine the conversation that would be had about? <laughs> about Kurt Hennig, you know? Yeah. And it's like, will these guys who have been around forever be remembered nearly as fondly? I don't think so, but are we too close to it? Will In 30 years, will there be, you know, then adults, their kids now being like, man, Dolph Ziggler used to tear it up, you know, whatever. Like, Probably. I so. Yeah, I think it will. It's hard, it's, yeah, it's hard for us to imagine it, but yeah, I think that'll happen. I yeah. do think there is something to the fact of, um, careers used to be more quirky and there'd be different chapters you don't get as yeah. much of that anymore um yeah it's like i vividly remember when boss man came back to wwf and me and my pals were like this old motherfucker like <laughs> like this to be fair, he was, up, he was cooked though to be yeah, fair he, still, was he was like he was, he was like 30 <laughs> well i think there's i think there's better examples of like uh we can see that now with the wrestlers from the 2000s you know that they get they get brought up that are still wrestling now or whatever. They come back and people will really see them in the same light and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but today's guys are like, it's what always pops me when people do. You know, when people talk about like AJ Styles and they're like, oh, he's fuck, he's washed, man. It's like, well, I mean, he was like elite for twenty years. I mean, yeah. you know, like, like he might be kind of washed, but in traditional wrestling terms, he had like one of the most extraordinary. You know. Um, it's different now, man. I, I don't know. I, it does intrigue me how guys were remembered. Like, I remember talking with you about this recently, Matt. You know when there was that conversation about Juice, like where he's at, and some people are like, is he is Juice washed? Yeah. And it's like, he may just be one of those wrestlers who just had like a three or four year run where he was he was really on it. You know, he was on it and he was motivated and it's changed. Joe is right in the chat. <laughs> he's he so says, young. I know, but, but that's, he's, that's I mean, kind of old school, yet. right? Yeah. Um, Joe in the chat says people are always saying it about the 2008 locker room pick. He's right. That's a, yeah. I guess that's a sign that people will remember. Um, and in that case, you know, I, I I sometimes try and look through that lens. Like Gunter is an example of this. I talk about this a lot when we talk about him on like Wrestle Curious, for example. Like I know a lot of people resent that he's having this run <clears throat> because it's like they wanted to be Volta and be the guy he was before. But there's apps like most wrestling fans in 30 years are going to actually remember him as Gunter. And like, oh yeah. Sometimes when I when I see people yelling into like the void about this, it makes me wonder. If like, so the smart fan I guess in 1990 to go full circle again was like, man, we need to get fucking Hennig back as you know wearing trunks and wrestling Bok, you know, <laughs> <laughs> when he was out there with a the towel, you know, like. Yeah. And it's just it's fascinating, man. Like, um, kind of figuring out. The way perception changes, you know, there are wrestlers today who we've watched it go 360 fight over and over and over yeah. again, you know, 360 over and over and over again. I've it's changed just, my uh, mind on wrestlers multiple yeah. times. Like it's, I mean, in all seriousness, that's actually how you should function as a human You're being. Allowed, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it, like, I know we, 
Like it's funny sometimes, but like in all seriousness, like going back and and re- and quoting like somebody's take on someone from five years ago and being like, "Is this you?" It's like, yeah. yeah. And then shit changed. <laughs> like, I agree. I do think some perspective though, like. You know, and we don't, I think we try to avoid it, but there is definitely, people are too reactive, you know? Oh, for sure. Like when like when Bud Matt was fucking useless because he had like a freestyle for Darby Allen. It's like, yeah. it's not that deep, you know? But, um, sorry, I had to lash out because our boy's He's back. He's back, man. He's the back. The big man is back. Um, oh, let's, I let's so talk about that last night. He was, uh. he's still, look, he's, I'm not sure he's ever going to flow the way he did in 27, no. 2018. But he was sharp last night. He's I don't know if he was like timing the fly slap in a way that every one of his strikes was sounding like a fucking gun went off. Did you hear sound those things were mm-hmm. <laughs> That match fucking rules, man. I said to his fire's gonna be black and blue. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous match. Um many you got a chance to be on Purious, but uh but Matt, that over deliver for you. It did for me actually. Oh, you sorry. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were talking to me or Manny. Um, My bad. I don't know if I'd say it, it over delivered because I, the last couple times that he went out there, I kind of was like, man, he's starting to look like. I would say it like. It met my expectations. I was very happy. Would be the best way to put it. He's back. I hope he gets to wrestle more. Um, <clears throat> there's no reason that he shouldn't be the workhorse of that group. Um, he can lose because you know the the group is the is the heat, so he can lose mm-hmm. a whole bunch as long as. You know, I personally wouldn't do that, but you could easily do that without it hurting them. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I would like to see him do. I don't know, man. I'm excited. The house I like House of Black. You know, the, like the spooky stuff is not my cup of tea, but it's it, been very good as of late. Yeah, I honestly they do it in a way that doesn't bother me that much. You know, I mean, I don't really understand the promos, but it's not like they're terrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not terrible though. They're not like not. <laughs> the delivery's good. So you don't understand Netherlands lore? No, I actually like Malachi. I like that group. I, I hope. You know, I know it's it's clearly not Tony's like bag but you can do a lot with them i agree um Although Manny, is your, your, yeah, is ahead, your chair okay yeah okay good I'm, just, I'm, I'm enjoying him dropping the pen repeatedly yes it's very impressive manny's apparently on an exercise that'll make as much noise as possible about speaking it's very it's dynamic it's dangerous i like it a lot sorry no, you're fine. <laughs> Matt, what was you going to say? Last night's show was very good in ring. The first event. three quarters of it were great. Yeah. The women's tag was actually good. I like the women's tag, yeah. The, develop, the lack of development is so awful that it's like fucking nausea. It's like, yeah, it's getting frustrating. It's real bad, man. Um, They're waiting for Pam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um so, I thought, yeah, I thought the opener was terrific. I think Tony oh, needs the to book. Was great, yeah, he needs to book more matches like that. Frankly, um, Swerve, I will say it was noticeable the the lack of reaction he got, and I think 
stone salt. Yes, I'm not certain on his instincts. Well, that's also Tony's fault. It is, it is, <laughs> but you know, I, I think I'm not sure about this mogul embassy business. I mean, I, I think the mogul embassy is going to be good, actually. Mogul embassy is crazy, bro. Like, that's, there's got to be a name they could pop do, you me. Know? It works. Like, well, I like the Prince Nana part of it. It's just like Brian Cage is like. Well, like, look, to be, to be fair, Joe, it's not a finished product yet. You know, Swerve is in his promo saying there's going to be more moguls added. So. I assume that meant Tower and Khan. Did it not? No, because no, they're already added because they're in the highlight packages. Oh, they are. Oh, my bad. I didn't see that. I didn't see the angle they shot to begin with this. Um, I love the match, though. I love watching Swerve wrestle. Him and Darby have got a great, great deal chemistry. I'm intrigued to kind of see uh, how how Swerve develops like the other part of it, you know, because he's definitely look. Let's cut to the chase. There was an intention he was going to feud with Keith Lee. They're going to try and do it again. I mean, there's issues there, right? I he mean, just got to beat Keith, and they got to move on. Yeah. He and then they got to put Keith in a new team if they're going to mm-hmm. use him. I look, folks. Chris Jericho is not the most popular wrestler on the internet these days, but he tried last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Matt saw him. Not his fault. No, he tried. Poor Keith just didn't have it in him last night. Hopefully, he can turn it around. I mean, it was just a one. It was one match. No big deal. Because then I don't want to be reactive after just saying as such. But it was not very encouraging on the key on the Keith Lee front, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, no, it was a really good show. The angle was the highlight of the whole show. The the Bullet Club, Bullet Club, Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, that was so good. Elite, that, that was, was a terrific angle. Look, man, Cage match is going to do this match. Unjust, like, injustice, <laughs> because this is a five star match, and I don't know if it was long enough to get rated. It wasn't. Yeah, I mean, this match was phenomenal. Knocked out with bleeding because of that apron spot, and then Brantley Keller coming up from like blood coming out from his mask and all that, and getting fogged up was awesome. To him trying to become a fiery baby face while punching Claudio in the face, and Claudio no selling it. And then Sean Moxley, no selling his punches and then just start punching Cutler back in the face. Fucking good, bro. This was the pinnacle of what I love about pro wrestling. Like, if you're not going to have an epic, you know, have a freaking, like, a five-minute squash that's bloody and it's awesome. There's a lesson in it, bro. Like, I think because the Russo, the Russo TV was that everyone had three-minute matches, right? <laughs> And collectively, we as wrestling fans said, go fuck yourself in Russo, which I will forever, you know, stand by that decision. But I, I will say you can get a lot done in five minutes of TV. You can get a lot done. And, like, I actually thought the woman's tag did a good job of maximizing their six minutes or so, too. It was very all action. But, I mean, you'll remember that couple of hour squash because they gave him a couple of hope spots that counted. If they just extended it, there was a match they had a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month now. Chris with Silver and Reynolds, Blackpool Combat Club did. And they got about 10 minutes, and they did, they did like a six-minute heat segment. Yeah. And it was only to get to Silver's hot tag. It's like, you could have just done a fucking bomb sprint, and then it got more over in five minutes. This is obviously an extreme example. But, yeah, I, I thought Abu was tremendous. And um, the angle, 
was was spectacular. And I mean, this is the best stuff in the promotion by distance. I mean, it's not even close. Like, oh yeah, there's nothing even close. Combat Club and Elite Feud is frankly carrying AEW. Now, it doesn't mean the rest of the stuff's bad, but it's carrying it in terms of interesting week to week TV. Mm-hmm. You know, and the Elite. I gotta say, for all the talk of law and all the dismissal dismissals of them in that regard, the Elite are genuinely good at weekly TV. Yeah, and I had forgotten it because they hadn't had a chance to really do this since 2021. But they're good at doing like the thing that wrestling TV used to do, where like you add a piece each week, and you have like and it's set in lots of mystery. And the Don Callis thing is interesting because clearly he got the shit kicked out of him by the Blackpool Combat Club. But like we don't really trust him. What's his motivation? You know, what's Kenny's? Kenny seems almost more focused on him than the Bucks. There's a lot of this is interesting. It's (laughs) it's fun to see them do. I don't want this to sound dismissive because it's but it's nice. It's fun to see them do real pro wrestling. Like <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. That's pro, real pro wrestling, not the right, right traditional pro wrestling. I guess is what I mean. Like seeing them do that kind of angle last night. Fucking seeing Kenny. Kenny's sit down promo was cool. Like I like seeing this side of Kenny a little bit more. You know, focused and angry, and he looked fucking badass coming out there last night. Um, he's so money, bro. He's he really is, man. I'm like, I kind of I think he should be the world champion. Um, I'm not sure how much he's got left in him in terms of like being a week to week. Like, I don't think people realize how close to the yeah. end of end of the run for for Kenny. Not like overall, but like as a regular performer. That dude's banged up, man. Like, you can't take it for granted. Um, it's like just the matches he's having now are taking a lot out of him. So it's. Did you, did you see the story you told about the latter, the last matter match? No. Where he he used to re, <clears throat> he used to be able to recover after like a day or two, but he said it took him like weeks to recover yeah. from the match. And I really then, don't. And after after he felt good, they booked up a Kingo match. I don't think he's going to be a full-time guy much. I really don't. He's so banged no, up, man. I am. Um, so I think he's probably going to re-sign. Me too. But I will say, I saw this earlier, I do think there's a chance he's like intrigued by a, a sort of big match wrestler contract with New Japan. Yeah. Because he's so art before anything else. And as great as he is anywhere... You know, New Japan is when he is. A, he's like that's like mate, he's so perfect in that. I don't know. Like, Fresh I would be intrigued if I was Kenny Omega's agent. I would be looking at this deal that Mercedes has struck, where yeah. she's wrestling. She's wrestled three matches so far this year. After next week, and for all accounts, he's making pretty good money, and and rightly so. She's fucking awesome. But if I was Kenny, I'd be looking at thinking, you know. <laughs> That wouldn't be a bad job for Ken. I mean, Kenny would be a pretty good, pretty good fit to work six major matches in New Japan and and, and you know, take it easy the rest of the time. Um, I don't know if that's what he wants to do. Obviously, it's purely speculation, but like, it's interesting. I mean, Kenny does bring an audience unquestionably. Yeah. He's obviously not. It's not a crossover audience like Mercedes because it's a lot of his fans found him for New Japan. I get that, but still, it's interesting. Um, so this was the one want- thing. Go on, Manny. So you on, want Kenny Omega to have the Chris Jericho deal? Um, if that if that makes sense to you, then yes. This was the one thing I had big 
I, I'm scared about this bullet club gold thing, man. That was very that is slippery slope. You know what I mean? I didn't like the way they presented. Like, I think they should have really. We all agree how big a signing Jay White is, but I think they could have captured that a lot better on the TV show. Like, I actually, to be quite frank, if you haven't got a clear idea of what you want to do in terms of like direction, I'd have just fucking put yourself over. You know. I'd have flashed a bunch of, I'd have gone full fucking raw and flashed a bunch of headlines on the screen and been like, we got the hottest free agent, done a little snazzy video about it, like, you know. I don't know, man. I think there's a way to present him as big time. I'd have done a fake press conference and clipped it up into like a 90 second montage of him talking about being awesome. They kind of slotted him, and we talk about this a lot, right, man? Like, Tony has his thing and he, he slotted him immediately into his pre tape rotator. <laughs> immediately, immediately in there, like, I don't know. There's a lot of people thinking they're going to be a team for a bit. Um, I'm willing. I'm I'm genuinely willing to let this play out. Um, Deuce and, and Jay are good friends, right? Like that's yeah. not a. Um, uh, that I, that was actually a thing. Like, and I'm like I don't follow stuff that closely, but people were acting like they were randomly put together, and like, that's not true, right? They've been. They he's the one club. who got Juice in the Bullet Club, right? Yeah, they're also. I mean, I don't fucking you know that. I think that's probably why the Bullet Club thing is not bothering me as much as a lot of people. Is I wasn't exposed to so much of it, so it's yeah. not it's not so played out for me. Um, it fucking sucks for for a lot of us. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it looks like El Fantasma is coming in as Jake says in the chat. Yeah. Um. Eh, this may knock off Kenny. He's uh... it's hard. It's. Hard. it's... Bullet Club Gold just sounds very ominous. It sounds it sounds NWO spinoff, you know. I preface this with saying that that this doesn't mean it's good because people do this and they use it as defense. But I also think there's a very good chance that that Jay is very on board with with what oh, they're doing. Sure. Yeah, but that's so, but that again, like I said, that, that that's not a defense of it. That doesn't mean it's good. I'm just, yep. I I think. I don't know. You guys, you guys see what happens. Yes, Jay was kicked out of Bullet Club, which is leading to Forbidden Door. Um, I made Joe aggressively angry with this last week. Um, I think he mostly got angry because he knew I was right. Um, Forbidden awful, Door is bro. absolutely going to be Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. New Japan rolling into that with fucking Dave Finley and Sonata as two of their top guys. They should be ashamed of themselves. I was, if I was Tony Khan, I'd be on the phone at Paris and no, right? I'd fuck this man. I'll part with Jake Lee before I part with that shit. That was that was outrageous. No, I'm I'm playing around obviously, but that that is going to be very interesting. Like if Sonata and MJF both world champions forbidden door, like that is so hilarious. Yeah, neither of them have like natural dance partners on the like. Like I think Max would have a really good match with Tanahashi, but like, God, they can't do Tana for the belt again though, right? I don't know no, he's going to wrestle CM Punk. Who turned Ashy? Yeah. Who's Max going to wrestle? Or is he not going to wrestle? Well, Max I mean, he, to be fair, yeah, he could, he could actually just decide not to. I mean, you could do the opposite where he's like a dick about it and gets punished and they put him in there with a guy like, you know, Ishii. And the whole point yeah. is that Ishii's going to beat the fuck out of him, you know, and, and show him the style. Um, I have no idea who Sonata's going to wrestle. No clue. I... Sean Spears, hopefully. Maybe. Sean could get him to a free and quarter, maybe. I heard I heard, uh, I heard Sean got quite the reaction last night 
I'm not doing a bit. True. That was apparently very into him. Yes. I hope it's See, true. It could have just been someone fucking around on Twitter, but he's doing the Tim bit, yeah. Yeah. Like he, he from what hair? I read, he he got like the baby face reaction and not Jack. <laughs> so Bro, they gotta just do Darby and Max, bro. Uh, yeah, they should. Do the four way on TV in a couple weeks and then and then just focus in on Darby and Max. Yeah. Do the finish in the four you know the old finish where the baby face hits their finish and the heel shit cans them out of the ring and gets the pin. Do that on the coffin drop, you know? Have 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 him hit the coffin drop and have Sammy shit can him. Um, sorry, Max shit can him. Did you see? Yeah. Uh, I've works. never won anything with it more in my life now. That's perfect. He'll mm-hmm. beat the shit out of him and then Max will win. Let's go. But yeah, Max Max does a whole bit about thinking New Japan sucks, so... Bit? Huh. Yeah. Not a bit. Well, yeah, it's not a bit, but... Uh, I don't know, bro. He might be. (laughs) (laughs) But he was doing it last year. To be done, the show tonight I won the belt on was fucking awesome. To be fair, it was incredible show. Yeah, I do want to. I do want to give props to the man, the icon, (laughs) the stinger, the stinger. (laughs) Bro, I was. You guys know me. I'm not a big promo guy, segment guy. When when Sting came out, when Sting came out. I got. I lost my mind. I said, "Oh my god, this guy is dressing like an older version of Darby now, with a bomber and pants." And he came out there and cut that awesome promo. And I got fired up. I wanted him to beat MJF for the title. It was such a funny promo because, like, obviously, a it ruled, but it was also like he had this promo that he wanted to cut, and this was just the first live promo he got in a while. And he was like, oh, "Fuck it, I'll just do it here," you know, <laughs> like because yeah. his transition to Darby was so beast, like. He just took his whole career and said, Showtime's almost over, but it's not over for Darby. <laughs> and then Darby yeah. was like, what did Darby say? He's like, this this plastic world will not. I was like, mm-hmm. oh. I was like, mate, I'm telling you now, if you put fucking Paul Lee, if, you, if he was booking Darby Allen, you would get shit that wasn't even English. You know, you'd some of the shit that he would come out with in those interesting character. But nonetheless, that that uh that dynamic is money. I thought that was a really cool dynamic. I thought he was great last night. That first, that four-way one they did, I thought he was fucking terrible. But this one here, he went back to being Darby and not forcing whatever worship that was. Which, well, that he may have actually, that may have just been him, but he went back to like the Darby on-screen character that we're used to. Um, Yeah, I thought I, this is the first one of those segments involving Max that I've liked in a long time. So I was happy with it. I, I think this I think this segment just exposed how far behind Jungle Boy and Sammy are yeah. as wrestlers just Yeah, it's tough. Jack is I like Jack a lot. The Me problem too. he has is that like a lot of the things he does well, Darby does like better. And I know they're packaged differently and he's more like you know, wholesome white meat baby face rather than being like a rebel kind of outsider. But ultimately when it comes down to it, Jack's going to play an underdog babyface, and he he does that well. He does not do that to Darby Allen's level, you know. Darby's a more authentic per- personality in promo, even though he's not Dusty Rhodes. He's got like a certain feel. He's just more developed. I mean, to be fair, he is older than Jack. Oh, yeah, four or five years. Yeah. Jack's going to be just fine. He's just not ready yet. Yeah, I don't, I just think Sammy's just never going to get there. I mean, no, he's, he's not. He's 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 useful. He's just he's not that guy. Um, 
Not everyone can be. No. All right. Speaking of such. We're not going to talk about Ring of Honor? We can talk about it. What do you want to talk about? Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I watched the Eddie promo. Um, oh, that was so good, man. Yeah, that's that like, strange. that's, that segment there was like the encapsulation of why I don't ever want this show on television. Because they, they aren't airing that on TV, that full three and a half minute pre-tape promo. Like, you only get they that should, on the show. Like, I know they, they should, should, but they won't. Um, Fucking cowards. The, I didn't no, even, watch out I, for the minute, the minutes. Yep. I did. I had no idea FTR showed up, so that popped me huge. Like, we opened this show. You know, I've spent the last few weeks saying that Ring of Honor is my favorite professional wrestling show. <laughs> we opened this show with Mark Briscoe, and then FTR come out, and they saved Mark Briscoe. Then we got an extended King promo, and then we went right into a Sky Blue squash match. And I'm just like, they're writing this TV show for me, man. Like, I'm just, I'm. It just makes me happy every week. Tremendous. Yeah, shout out to. He was a. I got scoops last night. He was DMing me the Ring of Honor matches. We were popping huge, and then, then he told me they were taping again after the show, and I was immediately fell asleep and didn't. <laughs> Until the morning, did you pay I, him? No, I didn't pay him. I, I'm popping that Tony's doing a thing now where to keep the fans, he's gonna just have Vikingo be the main event after Rampage. So if you, if you, if anybody wants to watch Vikingo, we have to stay a little bit longer to watch. Jekyll, it. People went crazy for that match, didn't they? You see that? Cash was the main event. Yeah, though. let's be clear. Huh? Oh, damn, bro, he just he just kicked the shit out of you, man. He need to fight back. I didn't hear what he said. Takeshita was the main event. Who did Takeshita wrestle? Lee Moriarty. Well, look, that didn't get people talking on my timeline. That closed the show, though. That's the main event. The main event ended with Vikingo and Gringo Loco. Tony Tony came out and hugged him. He saw Vikingo and said, God damn, I have my Rey Mysterio. (laughs) God damn. You see that Conan quote about Vikingo? Yeah. I've got Ray Ray to talk to, man. He already needs knee surgery. (laughs) Fuck. Tony. Tony's got to hug him every time he sees him before that World Wrestling yeah. Federation offer comes in and he's gone. He's you know, hugging him and saying, many offers from the World Wrestling Federation, I don't think, for a while. <laughs> he's hugging him and telling him, whispering his ear, man, you don't got to work for $100 no more. Hey, man, I always give you double that. Did you do any bits this week, Manny, about the Bandito tweet or quote? <laughs> yeah. I said, you can't. Well, I mean, I didn't tweet it out. I mean, I said, I said, man, you can't trust those Mexicans, man. They're no loyalty. <laughs> Did you get, Manny? You know the story behind that, right? You got no. I just saw the quote for freaking Monty piece of shit, man. You know, just yeah. post the <laughs> piece of the, shit. The, the quote slash interview is from before he signed with AEW. That's fucking awesome. It's months old. No, I guess I gotta move Bandito from my anti-hero section to the. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in the section? Who's in the section? Darby Sting, Christian Luchador, Luchasaurus. Wait, 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 wait. Is anti-hero like actual characters that are anti-heroes or is it people that have said something that are, I'm confused now. Like Sting and Darby are just actual anti-heroes. So is it? I mean, it's a mix of both. Oh no, it's Bandito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh and, and Miro because his wife got him in trouble. So I put Miro in the anti-hero yeah. spot. Or I should put him a tragic hero. 
My favorite part of the Miro discourse is when people do the thing about like, like you know, Vince took back over and everyone's like, oh, but Miro will be rushing back now. It's like, no, Miro doesn't want to work there either. <laughs> he never <Yeah>. did. <laughs> like, never was that story Miro wants to work with WWF. He just didn't want to work for Tony Khan for a while there, you know? Still doesn't, I guess. I don't Still know. doesn't, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he wants to do. I'm not sure it's, I don't think it's working fucking, uh, you know, every weekend for the World Wrestling Federation over from Working Gala. Speaking of such, Matt, how jealous were you when that Paris card dropped, bro? Oh, yeah. The big men are back, bro. Yeah. Angelo Dawkins and Baron Corbin going seven. Yeah. Coliseum video listing that is there, mate. Cody Rhodes I... teaming with Seth freaking Rollins. That's that's all shit. That's not right. That's immoral. The woman's uh, four-way looks awesome, I will say. Um, Manny, what was you going to say? You, you kind of run your hands through your hair. They're like, you was Edge. I guess I had a note here that says, talk to shoot about Hook versus Big Bill. <laughs> Talk to you about. <laughs> well, that fucking rules. What do you want to talk about? How awesome it was, right? Like how, how awesome is Big Bill in AEW? <laughs> Bro, Big Bill fucking rules, man. I need him in the so, rouge. He's like fun, but this many bit is disp- No, he's fucking awesome, man. Him and Lee should Bro, he wrestle the FDR. Made a note talk to shoot about yeah. Big Bill. <laughs> Manny and I don't talk every day, so yeah, well, we gotta. Okay, I mean, bro. I mean, who would have thought Hook and Big Bill would have been like a perfect match made in heaven? Them teasing him, throwing him every time rules so much, <laughs> and I fall for it every time. He's gonna know, when, they, these days. when they tease it again before that freaking Jeff Hardy came out. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, did he? They tease what? I'm throwing him. Super suplexing Big Bill. Yeah, he did that though, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Well, they teased it again last night. <laughs> you could not put me through this conversation. <laughs> I, I figured it. I started the yeah because they wrestled. Yeah, I, I can't remember it better than you. That's not, yeah. that's not fair. They wrestled. They wrestled Jungle Hook. The workhorse match was a really good time tonight. Oh um, yeah. I like watching those guys wrestle better. Yeah, we've been doing this. We've generally been talking about the World Horsemen since this show started now. We still haven't really got what we were looking for, but they rest regularly. We're getting closer. Maybe, yeah. That was their first actual tag match in Ring of Honor tonight. Which is hilarious because we've been booking them in Ring of Honor since before Tony Khan owned Ring of Honor. That was beast. Yeah, it was good shit. Um, Coughlin is so good. Yeah, he's fun, right? Got some nice meathead energy. Um, him and Shibata will be good. I didn't pay a lot of attention because I was burying Manny on Discord, but uh, the Metal Elite match looked to be a hoot too. Which Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was so excited for it. I didn't even watch it. Well, I was I was, giving, I was telling you not to be Ben Simmons, to be fair. Oh, um, Claudio, they, did a, they posted a promo with Claudio on the Twitter account. So good. People think he can't talk. He's the big man. He's back. Well, did you see him cut that promo for Wembley? No. He was so excited. He's like, Wembley, come to Wembley. You know, he just... <laughs> I've, decided, I've decided that the person that I want to step up to Claudio is Lance Archer. And they should just beat the shit out of each other. Is Lance going to work with Hobbs? Because they're sentenced out with Lance, right? He had that promo about like oh, stepping up. Wardlow can't win that match, but I swear. I, if he wins that match, I'll be 
frustrated about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be performative, but I haven't got the energy for it. It's three AM. I was just like, I'll be frustrated. I'm not gonna die. I'm not gonna tell you that I'm gonna like you know blow up the fucking TV or whatever. I'm I can't I'm really I can't wait for Tony Khan to hand Warlow his papers and say have fun at the PC man here. Maybe that, that, was, too. that was spiteful. You know he's Matt's favorite wrestler. Who's fine? Oh, Matt's favorite. He loves it. Remember we had a big argument about it. It's it's what it is. I've I've you shouldn't have sent that DM to Oracle. If I've you want to talk that on this show now, so if you want to talk about Bill Simmons, man, that's who Warlow is. We right don't. Now. We don't want to talk about Bill. <laughs> what the fuck are you? No, Ben Simmons. My bad. <laughs> I just talked about. <laughs> How excited I was for Lance Archer and Claudio, and you two just fucking sat there in silence and made me look like an idiot. So I'm done. Well, it was because you know wow. he's cooked, bro. He's he's finished. He can't win the big one. He's like Eddie Kingston. <laughs> I actually told you I think you should wrestle Joe, and the reason I didn't sell on the air is you know if we disagree about saying in text, you're not supposed to bring it up on the show. It may create conflict. You know that matter. I thought you were conflict. talking about yourself. All you said no. was Joe with some fucking greater than You himself. know what I meant. You know what I meant. I was talking about the big man who wrestled Colt Cabana last night. Yeah. <laughs> Which will be a very interesting watch, and I'll leave it at that. We'll see how that goes, folks. We'll see if... It'll suck. Yeah, probably. Colt, the thing is, though, I remember Tate mentioning this, and Tate always right, as we know. He's on about Aussie Open. Don't agree. It's not been proven yet. Um, so... The reason that Cabana Jericho match is so funny is because Colt had become a master of having like completely safe matches you'll never remember or rewatch, but like, you know, he gets through them. Which makes it not as funnier that when he was from Chris Jericho, they just had this like absurd fucking disaster. Yeah. <laughs> they should have had such an easy match, you know, like it was puzzling. But nonetheless, uh, if Wardlow loses, what's next for him? Who cares? Wardlow has to lose, bro. I'm, like, genuinely, they cannot do this again. I don't know. Do, do you really think he might win? What if he wins? Oh no! And Are you okay, Manny? He gives Aaron Solo. The allergies. Are, Are you doing drugs? No, the it's the allergies. All right, mate. Look after yourself. I'm worried about Manny. He looks like he's always he's, he's struggling over there, Matt. And then Wardlow gets a QTV sign and he breaks it over his knee. And then he storms out of the arena with the belt, and then they cut to him storming into the QTV set, and he fucking tears it apart. And then we just never hear about QTV again. I'm even willing to That's what happens, bro. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna get. They're gonna get. So Wardlow's gonna lose this match. He's gonna be sitting in a locker room, <laughs> and then like he's gonna be sad and depressed. And then a man in a biker jacket's gonna come out and grab him his shoulder and says, "You got this, brother." Mark Galloway. Goldberg, and then he's going to give him his theme song. They're going to come out, head, headbutt some lockers, some doors. Mikey Ruckus doing the Goldberg theme sounds dangerous <laughs> for America. They'll call him Wardberg. <laughs> Gold low. Any feels from you you'd like to talk about me? It's really good. I like it. I'm glad. Uh, not really. Okay. Let's do... Uh, now? You wrap it up? We have... Bro, I have my legal... I've been sitting in my pen. My lid... The lid... <laughs> lid of the pen has been... 
prepared for some time now. I'm ready to go. This was your segment. We're going to do this thoroughly. Thoroughly. Okay? Look at man. Look how serious he makes tennis. Look at him. He's an Now, this is, for those of you who are not familiar with this, there is no segment we take more seriously than this, the depth charts. Do not joke around in the chat when we're doing depth charts. Manny will lash out, and I can't control him when he does that. This is a team effort. Feel free to play along at home. Feel free to make suggestions. Do not make foolish ones. If you do, Manny will lash out, as I said. So we have a lot to get into. A simple question. Would you like to start with, with the... Are we ranking the entire roster? No, we're doing top tens. Okay. Tags. I don't think it's going to be ten, but we'll try. Tags. Oh. Women's division and the geezers. Which of those would you like to start with? Whatever you'd prefer, Joe. It's your show. I thought this is your segment, though, man. You know? No, I honestly forgot I suggested it and got really mad that I suggested it. Let's not do it then. No, we got to do it. Why? Because it's what we advertise. We got to give the people what they want. Oh, come on. (laughs) What else are we going to do? Let's do that card. I wrote these names down. I can't even do bits now. All right, Manny wrote names down. Manny, where would you like to start? We'll start with the faces. But what? Male wrestlers is where you start? Well, oh, yeah, male no wrestlers. I threw my pen in the air, and the pen chose the faces. Yeah. yeah, that's right. right. I, yeah, I, He's going to sit out that part when we do the women's step chart. All right. Well, I, I've seen enough real matches. Watch yourself, okay? All right. The top baby face, Mal in AEW, is whom? Manny the Hooper. It was Punk, but since when he's not active, I moved it to I moved it to Kenny. He's not a baby face either. Okay. Kenny Omega was my immediate guess. Um before, for the longest time, it was John Moxley. He, of course, is is now on the other side, on the dark side, dare I say. What do you think, mate? Is Kenny the pick? Yeah. This is weird one, isn't it? There's really only one other option. He's only wrestled one match, so yeah, I think it's Kenny. Wait, who's that? Adam Cole. Adam Cole, bye-bye. Oh, I thought you were talking about Hangman. Oh, that's true. Hangman would be above Adam Cole. Hangman, Fuck. Yeah, Hangman is number two, or yeah, number two on my. Since I have some yeah, but yeah. I think he's right. I really, is I really number one. I really uh no underestimate the fact that I'm just not going to remember the roster when we try to do this. No, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why Hangman isn't the top babyface because okay, the crowd ahead. cheers the crowd cheers when the BCC beat him up by himself. They ain't doing that to yeah. Kenny. I'm not sure that's how depth charts work, but I mean, all I'm saying is Hangman just beat Moxley at the pay per view in a Texas death match. It's a pretty big deal, yeah. Meanwhile, Kenny beat fucking Jeff Cobb, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it might he, be Hangman, you know. Well, he did beat Vikingo, the Mexico World Heavyweight Champion. Heavyweight's doing a lot of work yeah. there. Meach is right, too. They definitely cheered when they beat up, when he beat, beat up Kenny last week. Okay. Um, if one on guard, right? Final votes, man. We go. Uh, 
We'll go with let's go with Hangman number one. Damn it. <laughs> Man, he got mad. <laughs> okay. Do we agree on Omega's two? Omega's two. Okay. Now Orange Cassidy really is next, isn't he? Yeah. Cole. Mm. It's tough though, because man, they Cole's I think a bigger deal, even though Cassidy wrestles every week. Yeah, I think I think Cole's who they pres- I think Tony would have Cole higher. I think it's cold and it's orange. Okay. And that's probably- a, a top four is Hangman Omega Cole and Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Then Darby. Is this based on skill or crowd react? It's based on it's who really we think. Those. Yeah. <laughs> it's based on me. We should have explained it, my bad. It's based on the TV presentation. Rather than our opinion, it's more the way Tony We're trying to is. guess what Tony's depth chart is, basically. Yes, it's based on the way it's presented to us on the television show. So where, would, yeah. guys too. where would you put... What is wrong with you, Manny? Are you okay? You keep throwing your phone, your, your pen down, not phone, pen. It's because the thing, this thing right here, where you press down, the, the pen comes out, it keeps, it keeps going in here. Okay. It's called... Uh, because you what about it, man? It's a pen. What about Mark Briscoe? Mm, I love him, but no. No, he's just he's a Ring of Honor guy that Tony puts on TV. Okay, so we've got Darby that at sounds five, dismissive, yeah? but yeah, Darby's five. Um, huh? It's got to be Jack. No, because it's I think it's got to be Jungle Boy. He's in the fucking. What about Wardlow? No, joke that Samoa Joe. No. no, I think he's got Jack above Wardlow. Well, fuck, man. This is, think... this is this is a great example of how Tony books in the sense that there are like ten people that I put in the same tier. Yeah, but the top couple is the actual hardest part, you know. Yeah, because we haven't even mentioned Ricky. Ricky just beat Jericho twice. True, well, he's not even on TV now. So, I mean, he's on. He's on. No, he's just there to move along Jay White's story. Well, I think Ricky's in this range. I do. I do too, yeah. He's in the top ten. Um, what about Eddie Kingston? Doesn't work for AEW, bro. Um, <laughs> so let's see. We've decided this next group is Wardlow... Fucking Manny, bro. Even if they didn't do the quit angle, Eddie has not been on TV consistently for like yeah. seven months. So, from, bro, from when what I said, Ricky Starks, Manny was like, fuck, absolutely not. <laughs> he, he didn't even make my big board I have here. Well, but at the same time, I didn't even understand, the, I, I didn't understand the assignment. Of course. So I, <laughs> I added tag teams in my big board. Oh, this beautiful, is sick. beautiful! All right, okay. Let's put. Let's go Wardlow next, then Jungle Jack, and then Ricky. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How many we got now? That puts us at eight. Let's 
got two spots left. Who was the other guy under Jungle Jack? Ricky. Oh. Absolute Ricky starts. I forgot him again. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hook. Yes. Yeah. Who are we for chat? Are we forgetting anyone? Because we're absolutely forgetting people. Oh, for sure. Hook being at nine feels too far. Even though he's like a massive project, it feels too high. I'm reading the Wikipedia page, and it seems about right. When we did this last summer, I remember Hook being like 15th. Let's see. Who we might be forgetting. This is... Yeah, I'm looking at the list. I mean, look, I mean, it, you want to include. Yeah, the rest of them are just all tag team wrestlers. Hmm. What about QT Marshall? <laughs> all right, so I'm just going to start listing babyface wrestlers that I see that we haven't named and took me to. It took me to Dustin Rhodes to find one. Keith Lee. Uh, Keith Lee, Keith yeah. Lee. I think it's Hook and then Keith. Well, uh, I don't want to slide him at 10 man, after that last performance. <laughs> Ten's pretty low for Keith Lee, bro. I can't, I can't say. What about Takeshita? Oh, that's right. I know it's hard to put him too high. He's just, he's fucking awesome, but his TV usage is so like. The problem is there ain't really much else. Andretti. Yeah, he. There's no way. I think. Him. I think Hook and Keith. Because Keith, even though they've called on Keith, he's still getting the program with Swerve. He had the main event last. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it's him. Now um, let me be clear: when that feud's done, I'm not sure Keith will be in the top ten. But for now, I think we go Hook and then we go Keith Lee. Okay. Okay. You on board, man? Yeah, I guess. I mean, Keith Lee counts your days, man. You better start running them laps. Okay. And with that established, our top 10 reads as follows, folks. We're going to give everyone a chance to tell us if you're wrong here. But we've currently got Hangman, Omega, Adam Colby Bay, Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen. Wardlow, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, Absolute Ricky Starks, Hook, and Limitless Keith Lee closing out the top 10. I actually think, you know, you can mix the middle around a bit, but I think we're pretty fucking close there, to be honest. Yeah, you know, I think that's, yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. How do you feel about that lineup, Hooper? It's a pretty solid list. Um, it kind of gets dire after six, no, after five, but. Moved his number around. Yeah. Um, I think this both shows the strengths and weaknesses of how Tony books wrestling in a weird way. You know what I mean, Matt? It's like there's a lot of guys who are in position to be players, but there's not. There's a handful of these guys who don't really feel particularly present on the show because he's very much he very much rotates and you get a, you get a, you get a little of a lot rather than a lot of a little, you know. I was kind of stunned rolling through the roster. There's really only like two or three other people we could even put on the list. It's a weird one, um, yeah. Yeah. The roster is maybe, I think because of like they do so much with teams. Yeah. The roster is maybe, I don't want to say it's not as big as it seems. It's not true, but it's just like 
Well, I think the big thing is the combat club turning because I remember the babyface side always used to be ridiculous. I'm yeah. thinking it's going to be different now with the combat yeah. You just club. moved. We moved three from the top Four. of ones. Yeah. That's you true. Would yeah. be, I mean, you would be higher than like Keith and Hook at this point. Yeah. You know? True. Um, okay. Speaking of such, just look to the hill side. The top hill is obviously MJF, right? Yeah, it's Max. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, there's no way, man, he's going to push back on this, surely. All right, two is Mox or Brian? I'm going Mox. Three, Brian. See, here's a question. What do we do with Claudio? <laughs> I know, I was wondering the same thing, because he can't I, even I wrestle have, singles matches right he now. He doesn't wrestle singles, yeah. But, but I, this is where I'm going to throw a flag, and I'm going to count his Ring of Honor stuff, because it is canon in AEW. Don't ever they, say that again. It's different promotions, bro. Yeah. But, no, but they're counting you. They're counting and then on top of that, he's killing people in these tag matches. You have to, you have to, you know, you can't punish him for Tony Khan being scared. Do I want of the of the of the wokes on Twitter about Ring of Honor. Right. Firstly, chill on the wokes. Secondly, I'll do what I want. It's the late night grin. Yeah. If I, I want to punish Claudio, I can punish him. Right, Matt. Yeah. I'm, fucking, I'm gonna punish him. I don't even think we should put him in the top ten anymore. That, that big prick. <laughs> He's out. He's Ring of Honor wrestler. He can go fuck himself. Have that, Claudio. How's that? Right. Telling me who I can and can't I'm punish the late night grin. I'm gonna have him released, man. I'm gonna make a call. Enjoy Universal, fucking loser. All right. Be back in the World Wrestling Federation before you know it. Dressing like a clown again, am I right? Yep. MJ, <laughs> MJF, John Moxley, Brian Danielson. Yeah. In the fourth seed. Claudio Castelli. <laughs> 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 Who's next up on the hillside, bro? Bruce? Jericho. 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 Oh, Jericho. Powerhouse Hobbs. Jericho's going to be next, right? Yeah. Bro, many really said Roosh, bro. You want... Roosh ain't making this list, brother. He's a tag bro, team wrestler. He's a heel, bro. You don't hear the the heat? The crowd hates him. <laughs> the, the crowd sings to Judas. Many I don't know, man. I watched it. They fucking Good. chanted Roosh along with the song last time I saw him. And they also did they also did the woo when he when he did the before he does the horns. Yeah. Maybe he's a babyface now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this... Jericho, Jericho should be above Claudio actually. Claudio is not on. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm punishing so... him. In all genuinely, Claudio is not currently used as a singles wrestler. He's not active as a singles. Sure. Fair. I, I think uh, I think Sammy's next. To be honest, with you. yeah, unfortunately. Wait, who was the other name we said? Hobbs. Yeah, Hobbs or Sammy? Sammy, right? Sammy's next. Yeah, fuck. Hobbs is not wrestling for the world title. So then six is Hobbs. Yeah, I guess. What Christian? Christian would go probably you... below Hobbs right now. Where do you want to insert Yuda? I don't. Or don't be mean, Matt. Malachi Black, tag team wrestler. Yeah, we can't. It's the same thing as the Claudio thing. If they're not wrestling singles matches. You can't really put them on the board. 
I think you have to put Brody or fucking Buddy above Malachi um, or singles because they're both wrestled singles matches. Has Malachi wrestled once since he came back? He hasn't, has I he? I don't know. I don't think he has. No, he hasn't. Brody has. Um, okay. Brody's wrestled a couple, actually. What about Swerve? Yeah, Swerve should probably be around here. Fuck. Swerve. No, no. Guys, we messed up. Sammy should be six, and we should put Dan Garcia at five. Is Daniel Garcia wrestling for the title at the pay-per-view, Manny? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> that reaction from Manny was incredible. All right, so Peter and Joe in the chat. We yeah. haven't seen him. It seems like he's going to be ringing for one of Yeah, yeah Joe's doesn't, Joe isn't on the list. He's not been around since he lost the TNT title, which was now... <laughs> Five weeks ago, right? He's only done Ring of Honor since then. All right, so where what are we at again? We're at six now. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Read list back. Sevens, Christian. MJF, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Powerhouse Hobbs, Christian Cage. Uh, I think next is actually probably Swerve. Yeah, Swerve's next. Then Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Swerve. Jeff Jarrett wrestled for the Atlantic title. Garcia's above Jarrett. Is Garcia next? He might be, yeah. Who are we forgetting here, folks? What happened to this roster? (laughs) I love Danny Garcia, but he's, you know, he's a role player right now. I mean, I love him. Well, you know, a lot of these I mean, guys. Like, like, you're you know. like eight, man. That... How many main event guys do you think there are? Do you remember what this school used to look like? It used to be like well, nuts. Pac, well, Pac is like Pac. stuck in, in uh, England, you know. Uh, um, Trent. You as you as in next. You as above Garcia, I think. Yeah. I think. What do you think was? I agree with that. Mm-hmm. You and then Garcia, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to tweet Garcia about this. Please don't. Okay. Yes, we have MJF. We have John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Powerhouse Hobbs, Christian Cage, Swerve Strickland, Willie Uter, and Daniel Garcia. That's our, that's our team. Uh, which side do you think is stronger? Heel side. Uh, yeah, the heels. I don't Ethan, know, man. Ethan Page probably would have been next. Yeah, he's kind of been de-emphasized. I think he's actually in a better role now, but um, I'm not sure. Baby faces. Yeah, no, you're probably right. I'm looking here at the hook at nine. Still feels outrageous, but I can't really displace him. You know. Yeah. Hooks doesn't feel like he's part of the roster, does he? He feels like he's kind of easy. Like no, I don't agree with good. that anymore. Really? Yeah, he's on a lot now. But he does like if they just threw a graphic out of like Hooks rest and swerve next week, like wait, what the fuck? You know? I mean, that's fair, I guess. But he doesn't have like he's not a guy who who just has matches with any of these dudes. He has... <laughs> that fucking match he had with Ethan Page was beast. Yeah, I didn't see it. Well, if you had seen it, you wouldn't have any issue with him being at nine. Listen. Calm yourself down, all right? Because now, 
It's time to do some some Tag real teams. Okay, fine. Sexist, but fine. Yeah, okay, we're number one. The main event, bro. Bro, what? Huh? Moment of Manny. What? Huh? Huh? What the fuck? <laughs> what is <laughs> happening? Manny's confused. I don't know. Manny. Wait, my my headphones got disconnected. Oh. Okay. Okay, the number one babyface team is the FTR. FTR. Um. <laughs> all right, here we go. <laughs> what? Are you sure? Why not the Young Bucks? Well, they're two. They're two. I'm not even doing this as a bit, but they are not number one right now. They're not. No. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, the acclaimed. The acclaimed. The acclaimed. Yeah. Are the acclaimed above the Young Bucks? No. No. Fucking hell, that was quick. Who's the acclaimed hater now, folks? Okay. The Hardys. Yeah. Sure. No, you can't do it yet. No, you're right. Um, it's the same. I genuinely do believe it's the same reason we never put bring Jay up. It's like they need to be active to a certain. You know what I mean? They have to get part of the roster. I mean, we, we did put Christian on there, and he's had one match this year. Yeah, the but Lucha he's been on TV. Bros. Huh? The Lucha Bros. Ring of Honor team. They don't count. He wrestled on Dynamite, though. Just kidding. All right, so let, let's before we start doing rankings, let's do. So we know we got one, two, three. Now we got the Lucha Bros. We got Best Friends. They next. What other team yeah. we got? Silver and Reynolds. Silver you know, and Grayson. Reynolds. I mean, they haven't been a team this year. Who? Oh yeah, they have. They had the one match together, right? Who? The trios match. Uno and Grayson. Have they wrestled a tag match together this year? Oh, yeah, they have. <laughs> um, Stu and Dark Order. Last couple of times I've seen him, Stu's he's had evil as a second. <laughs> yeah. That's Ring of Honor, bro. Oh, you. Stu's going Stu's gonna to join the, uh, the Righteous. Scallywag. Stu's not long for his Dark Order. He's joining the Righteous. I don't know what that means. Cool. The oh, group Vin- called the Righteous. Vincent and Yeah, he's yeah. gonna join them. That's the story they're telling. Alright. Um, um What are the babyface tag teams are they? Best are friends they? are probably next, right? Yeah. I have the list as FTR. Silver and Reynolds Bucks. have been super de emphasized. Go ahead. The man. list I have is FTR, Bugs, Clan, Lucha Bros, Best Friends, Silver and Reynolds, Dark Order. Yeah, that's probably right. Okay. All right. Silver and Reynolds and Dark Order, yeah? Yeah. I guess we're only going to have seven for these guys because... We've got six, haven't we? What? Hmm? Who did I miss? The Darker. You argue. Wait, what's happening right now? I don't know, Manny. Go to say the teams again. Okay. <laughs> FTR, the Bucks, acclaimed Lucha Bros, best oh, friends. Bros, yeah, I thought we we threw them out, didn't we? Threw them no, out. they should be in there. Yeah, I'm throwing them out. We so we're, oh, I mean, if you do that, we're only gonna have six teams. Yeah. Well, this is look. To be fair, I don't think we're gonna learn anything here. I think we all knew this division was fucked, right? <laughs> 
Okay, heels. This will be a real laugh. Here we go. Guns are in number one, correct? House of Black. Absolutely not. That's disgusting. What the fuck, they're, man? They're, they're not them, bro. They're just not on the board. They're in their own world and they do law. They just did a tag match. With who? Fuck, I don't remember, but they just did one. They're not number one. They're not a team. You're who's not a team. team. Who's the team? Not tonight. Who's the team? Who's the team? Oh, the, the Game Malachi of Thrones. Not the House of, House of Black. The Kings uh, of the Black Throne. Malachi and uh, Brody King. The Kings yeah. of the Black Throne. I'll put them in it too. If you, I'm not going to put them in number one. I have too much respect for the guns. The guns shouldn't be one. Oh, they've got to be number one, bro. What, 50 cent? Okay, so... They were just, number, the, world's, they were just the world's tag team champions. Lots of people prestigious... than world's tag team champions. Number three is going to be a toss-up. I don't know how you guys are going to feel about them. Big Bill Lee Moriarty. Yeah. Man, that's a real team. Yeah, it is. They should probably be number one, honestly. What about Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal? I've got a real problem with this. I've got a real problem with this out of blank situation. I don't know, but we we need to consult someone about this. All right, shoot. Let's save him for the trio section of this. I don't think we're doing the trio section. I mean, what would that? Who would that section consist of? The house. Well, I mean, so we're not. So we're not going to break down the the international title section. The Oh, fuck it. <laughs> this kid is... He's, he's, he's out. Butcher he's and Blade. All right, I think... Just don't put House Black on there. It's fine. I think Jeff and Jay are probably the actual two. Yeah, they... Right? <laughs> probably, right? They call them Jay. Have they really... Team well? Yeah. They had, like, the title program. They are in the pay-per-view match. Bullet Club Gold. They should be number one. Oh, yeah, they had the awesome tag match with all the shenanigans, and we thought they, they won. They had two of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And then three Jay. would be Big Bill and Lee, right? Yeah. Guys, we just missed the tag, the faces. We could have put Hook in uh, Jungle Hook. Hey, Manny. Huh? Manny, um... Again, Jungle Boy Jack Perry is wrestling for the World Heavyweight Championship at the pay-per-view. Hey, man, that's a tag team. Jungle Hook's not a tag team anymore. Whatever you say. Remember they did a a promo where they said they weren't going to team up anymore? All right. You want to put a hook and Action Bronson on there? You forgot to put them in the babyface side. What about 2.0? They're above. Uh, They're not the above anybody. They might just be next. Who's higher, Butcher and Blade or 2.0? 2.0. 2.0. Fucking, this side of the division is insane. Yeah. <laughs> the Guns, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty, 2.0, the Butcher and Word. Blade. Where do we put Roosh and Paraloso? <laughs> probably, we probably should have already put them, to be honest. What about Aussie Open? 
That's true. They are AEW tag team. They're on TV all the time. They are, yeah. They ring <laughs> them up. They ring them up. They ring of honor in New Japan who wrestle on AWTV all the time. Yeah. So we won't cheat. Let's put them at seven. Uh, no, we're going to finish at six with Roosh and Pero because, quite frankly, they should probably be higher, but I don't know what to do with Roosh. And, you know, his ways. Okay, so we have... Baby faces, we have FTR and the Young Bucks and the acclaimed, the best friends, Silver and Reynolds and uh, Uno and Grayson. And on the heel side, we have the Guns, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty, 2.0, Butcher and Blade, Roosh, and Preston Vance. Good tag It's something. I'm worried about I'm worried about our boys with those belts, you know. They got like three teams. I've spent the last 20 years being told that three tag teams is all you need for a good division. Look, Joe, you know what's going right? to happen? They're going to end up having matches with, like, the House of Black, random singles wrestlers, and tag team matches, and people are just going to forget about how bad the division is. Black would be fucking awesome. You'll get that. They'll probably have someone on their team. All right. Are House well, of Black baby faces now? They were for that program with Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. Brody still hasn't seeked revenge on Chris Jericho for hitting him in the head with a baseball bat, which it's I thought coming. was interesting. Stay tuned, Joey. All right, mate. The women's division. The top baby face is Jamie Hayter. I mean. No. Oh. Come on, bro. It's, if you it's want to lie about it, you can put Jamie here. It's fine. Bro. Come on. Britt's been looking at the lights a lot. Come on. Jamie's number one. She's the world's go. champion. She's got the big gold. Okay. Do you age his Brit? I. What do you think Tony would say if you asked him? It was probably he probably wouldn't like He'd say a lot of things. That's, that's a good point. Actually, just talk for twenty minutes and somehow end up talking about yeah. Illinois football. He'll look up. He'll look up to the lights and just be like, "You see the Jags? What we did this offseason? I've never heard him say anything like that before, honestly. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah. one's Jamie Hayter, two's Britt Baker. Three, uh, three is uh, Riho. Three's Riho. Is it? <laughs> is it? I guess it is, right? Who, who else would be three? Yeah. Sky Blue. She's not around. She is not around. Madison Rain. No. She's hurt. Doesn't count. She's a rep. She's a ref for uh, Ring of Honor. She's hurt. She's not a ref. A pure rules judge. Yes, yeah. true. Because she knows the sport. Athena sent her uh, cupcakes. Seriously? Yeah, she tweeted about it. Madison Rain did. That said, that explains so much. Riho or Willow? Riho, right? Riho, yeah. yeah. Wait. No, yeah, Riho. Both of them beat Tony Storm. I was going to ask which one beat. Didn't both of them roll up Tony Storm? Probably. Yeah. Then Willow at four? Yeah. Fuck, is, it next? is Sky next? Sky's next, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
Be careful. Tread lightly here, Joe. Wait, when have you? This is not your. This is not your gimmick. Tope Suicida is the is the sky blue stand, bro. No, I was before him. Bro, he made an like an FTR WrestlePure style video about Sky Blue. He's, well, that's that's pretty beast. He's top. I'm team. not trying to. I'm not trying to compete with Tope Suicida. We're on the same team. Well, on this, in that. this instance. Oh yeah. Whatever happened to Red Velvet? <laughs> she got a visual pin on Jade. She's not been on TV since. That's a really good question. Um, yeah, Taya Valkyrie's probably above She's Sky next. Blue. Oh shoot, Ty. I think I don't know though because Ty's won a couple matches on TV. Yeah, you're right. I suppose. Sky Blue only wins in Ring of Honor. What about uh, Energy? She's a heel. Julia, Julia Hart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jules is baby face right now. She's like Hook, right? Yeah. Where it's like, we'll put her head down here only because she's kind of separate. Yeah. She is a baby face, I guess. Kind of. I don't know. Where's Mercedes Martinez? Not in AEW. She's hurt. Again? Dang. I'm at you here. Respect. Um, okay, is that everyone? Um, no, Jamie. I'm looking at the roster right here. Let me see. I'm I guess sure Red is Velvet. Everyone, yeah. Is Red Velvet wrestled as of late? No. No. What about Kiera? Kiera. Yeah, Kiera. Yeah. She wrestled the match with Tony Storm. Oh, okay. What about Emmy Sakura? Bro, what? We're doing yeah. baby faces, Manny. Yeah. She's not a baby face? No. Well, no. honestly, she's whatever <laughs> she's not, they need her to be. She, she's definitely not a baby face. No. <laughs> she's like, she can have a, you know, heel-heel match because she hits hard, but she, uh, she's definitely a heel. Marina Canellas? She hasn't. Firstly, her name is Maria. I've told you this many times. You refuse to listen to me. <laughs> Secondly... Marina Shafir is, is a heel, so that's dead to different people. Maria Canales doesn't wrestle. Okay. With that in mind, Marina in the top seed on the heel side? Yes. What? <laughs> right, who's the top heel, genuine? Is it Ruby? Soraya. Then know. Ruby, then Tony. Do you still think that's the way that the group is perceived or presented? I can't tell anymore. T- I Shreya can't tell either. Like, only. Yeah. I kind of think Ruby, Ruby hasn't been pinned since she joined the group, right? Tony certainly has. Yeah. I kind of think it's Ruby's group now. So we're going to go re- not really Ruby Soho. Not yet. Calm down. Calm it down, kid. Slide I still down. think they're, I think they're going to do Saray and, and, uh, Jamie Hader. I, I'm just, no. You really think they're going back to Ruby again? <clears throat> no, I'm, look, the, the, I just think she's kind of the lead heel, you know. I think I think next week we're going to be shocked. I think we're going to have like a uh, Britt Baker's going to be the heel. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think she's, yeah. she's going to turn on Hater, and then Britt's going to be the real leader of the. Is that why she had green on her? That's why I try. That's why I try to explain to our friend Bean Bong here earlier. Interesting theory. All right, we'll go to Soraya. I'm fine. With yeah, it. 
Oh, shoot. All right. Sorry. Jade. Is Jade number one? No. No. <laughs> Put Jade above Tony, maybe. Oh, just calm down. You know, Tony's like a Tony top heel. all the time. I'm going to do it, though, because Manny will get remanded. He's got a phrase pen again. So, Soraya, Rudy. Ruby, uh, Rudy. <laughs> Soraya, Ruby, Tony, and Jade. Okay. Anna uh, J. Uh, is she next? Yeah. Oh, look, Willie, I see what you're saying. Tony's a loser and Jade wins. Let's do strength, strength of, uh, you know, competition. Yeah. It's not like Jade's beat almost every woman in the division or anything. You know, it's not like that. Oh, good call, Manny. Absolutely. Definitely well, she hasn't, she hasn't beat the main eventers. Well, she's beat Ruby. <laughs> He's two yeah. spots above her. <laughs> I mean, if you go in there, you're going to see, like, maybe Sky Blue, like, five times. No, I'm playing. All right. Anna J next. Yeah, yeah. she actually gets on TV. Take Conti gets on uh, All Access. Yeah, unfortunately, Ty's mm-hmm. not wrestling, really. Um... Emmy Sakura? Yes. And then Nyla. Nyla? When does she wrestle? She's on Elevation all the time. Nyla she, teams, and she teams with Marina Shafir. Marina's lost, right? Okay. We have eight each. We're probably forgetting people. No, I looked at the roster. We're not. Okay, fair enough. Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, DMD, Riho, Willow Nightingale, Tyre Valkyrie, Sky Blue, Jules Hart, Kiera Hogan. On the heel side, we have Soraya, Ruby Soho, Tony Storm, Jade, Anna JAS, Emmy Sakura, Nyla Rose, and Marina Shafir. So, I think... I think honestly, what the takeaway from this is, yeah, is that AEW has no roster depth, and Tony's actually killing it, making it seem like they do have roster depth. Um, oh no, I, I I took away something else from this last read right here. <laughs> I can see why Mercedes Monet doesn't come to AEW. <laughs> Part of the women's division thing is that there's some injuries. Yeah, if they get Statlander um, and Rosa back here soon, they're gonna. It's gonna Statlander, look a lot better. Rosa, Sheeta, Sheeta. Uh, for some reason, Velvet's inactive. Who I think we all like. Yeah. I don't know if that's injury or not. Um, Serena Deeb is not around. That does, Billy Starks. That does exacerbate it some. Um, however, Layla Hirsch. I will say. Trinity. You know. This is uh, when you look at that hillside, and you have Soraya, and you know some of these other characters. It really feels like they're kind of cutting their their, uh, their nose off spite their face with with Athena not being on the main show, you know. Yeah. And this is where it gets really hard because like you don't want to take her out of where she's at. She's doing a really cool thing and she's rolling. But fuck, man, she'd be number one with a bullet, you know. Well, 
The other Bunny joint chat brings up a good point. Yeah, Bunny and Penelope. I don't think he was wrestling, are they? No, they're no, not. They're Just not. Listing I mean, more people that are missing right now. Has Bunny been around? No. She, she's not been around since she got up. No, I, think she's, I think she's making a movie. Good for her. Um, I think she showed up once and was like accompanied him to ringside, but like it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. I don't know. I mean, I'm really glad Athena's having the run she's having because, quite frankly, it's a lot better than probably what she'd actually be doing on AEW TV. But at the same time, she'd help a lot on that <laughs> on that heel side, right? My God. In terms of the weakest point, is clearly the tags, right? But that's that goes without saying. We knew that going in, and it's it's confirmed. I think during the process, um, the heel teams is obviously a thing. That's an issue. We didn't mention the Kingdom, who are kind of in AEW. Yeah, feel like a Ring of Honor act, though. Generally speaking, but look, I'll be completely honest. The heels in the tag division is kind of lacking, but you don't notice because Tony does put the lot of the singles guys together. Do you really not notice though? Like, I feel like you notice. You know, the guns were just the tag champs. I feel like you might notice. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I mean, I've, I've just I've been watching Claudio and Moxie. You know, be heel tag team. You know? No, I'm with you. I, mean, I just I don't know. I think that guns run was a pretty was a pretty clear point of like, oh fuck, you know, we've got ourselves in a position here. Um, who do you think is beating JB for this belt eventually? Soraya. Do you really think yeah. she's going to get the belt? I think, she might beat her, I think she might beat her at Wembley. Well, maybe so. I don't know. Right here, folks, there's our depth charts all complete. Uh, we, we Obviously, there's some people who are around, but um, are not being used. So... I want to apologize to them directly. Red Velvet is not our fault. Um, hopefully she's back soon. The Kingdom, the Lucha Bros, Claudio Castanelli, you're all punished for being in Ring of Honor. Please respect our decision. And also, we apologize to Plefra in the chat who fairly recommended Drew Galloway for both lists, Baby and Heel, and we did not. Yeah. Uh, we did not make room for Drew. All right. We got that out of the way. Is there anything to talk about? <laughs> no, I think we're done. I'm cool with being done. I don't. We don't need to go three hours if you don't want to. It's very late here. Right? I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you. You know. <laughs> if you if you're done, I'm done. It's fine. No, do we have anything else to talk about? No, I don't think so. Man, do you have anything? You got anything in your notepad? No, not really. I mean, we've discussed a lot of CM Punk, and I don't really think we should do it again. Yeah. Yeah, that's because I'm pretty sure we're gonna end up talking about him anyways in the post show, and then uh, no more CM yeah. today. <laughs> None at all. All right, folks, shorter grin than usual. We apologize. You know the usual form around here, but you get what you get, I suppose. It's Bob's um, fault. Well, um, Bobby will be back soon. He's got his laptop is broke. There is much content ahead. Tomorrow night, there'll be some. There'll be the World Championship Wrestling Show, um, and then Saturday, Spring Stampede Grinalong, which Manny is booked for, right? Mm-hmm. My God, Manny's going to watch Steam. You've seen Steamboat and Flair before? Any of those matches? 
I think I've only seen the Shytown Rumble. You can get to see them when they're older and slower. Real graphs. All right. So that's on uh, that's on Saturday. We're gonna hit play at six oh five Eastern. Join us live. Hopefully Bob's laptop will be fixed by then. If not, I think we're still gonna have a pretty full squad anyway. So. Should um, I tell you that I'm I'm like one of the only listeners to that. Uh, that booking show you guys do. You're a fan of listening to it, right? Yeah. There's a few people that listen to it, I hope. Yeah, fuck it. It's fun. Um, okay, folks. This has been fun. Matt, you got any final words, any plugs, any promotions? Um, no. Manny the Hooper, you anything to promote? Just watch the Saturday watch along. And then it could join be, the could, Discord because we might watch the Tank Davis fight. It could birth a uh, another WrestlePurious feature, right? Could have yeah. another. We could have another moment where Manny steps off screen and explains that he needs to quote cook on WordPress some. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll keep our eyes peeled for that one. Lots going on. Uh, yeah, we'll see you then, folks. Keep grinning. All how. Enjoy this outro.